trauma that comes with it. But she is a new person. I mean, she wow. is has a wildly successful business. She bought a new home. She's found love. Welcome to Always Be Vibing. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lisa. We are two best friends trying to bring spirituality down to earth, sharing our personal and sometimes hilarious stories around high vibe living. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but we do give serious tips to help you manifest a more joyful and happy life. We hope you enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe so you can vibe up for a better life. Okay, welcome back to the show. Always be vibing or welcome to today. We are vibing super, super high. We just got off a an amazing interview with Tyler Hunter, RTT therapist. Uh, like, honestly, guys, if you've been struggling in areas of anxiety, depression, feeling not worthy or an unlovable, this episode is for you. Yeah, some of our favorite parts of the interview were Ty explaining exactly what happens in an RTT session, which we absolutely love, how it differs from stage hypnosis and meditation. And she also explains why RTT is so powerful in such a short time in resolving things that have been standing in your way all your life. Mm-hmm. Ah, it was such a great interview. It was so amazing. Yeah, she just, there's so many good tidbits. She was so real, raw, and like you just feel her her energy and she, she just, yeah. Yeah. She's, she'll, you know what? She's a life changer. That's what she is. Yeah. She's our little life changer, <laughs> as you said. Yeah, yeah. We love her. <laughs> anyway, so without further ado, let's get to the show. Yeah. Welcome back to Always Be Vibing. We are beyond excited to have our special guest today. Honestly, it feels like Christmas already. <laughs> We're so excited. Uh, this woman won us over with her undeniable empathetic spirit and has profoundly impacted both our lives in a very short time. Oh. Tyler Hunter is a certified hypnotherapist and uses a rapid transformational therapy RTT created by top UK therapist Marissa Peer. Trained by Marissa Peer herself, Tyler uses this regression hypnotherapy technique to help people push past all sorts of issues from self-esteem to weight loss to depression. And as you've heard on our previous episodes, she's personally helped both of us discover and start to reprogram our own issues of feeling good enough and having the confidence to put ourselves out there more. With more than 22,000 followers on Instagram, she's no doubt changed more than just our little lives. (laughs) And now it's time for you to hear how she can change yours. Welcome, the warm, the genuine, the beautiful soul and real expert of RTT, whose vibe you're going to love, Tyler (laughs) Hunter. Yay! Yes, welcome, Ty. Wow, what a beautiful intro. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) I feel very, very special and warm inside. Oh, good. Well, you you deserve it. You are special. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, let's just take a step back. Let's, can you tell us a bit about your story, who you are, um, what you did before RTT, and how you got into RTT and hypnotherapy? Yes. 
Well, you can call me Tyler or Ty, and obviously I'm an RTT therapist and clinical hypnotherapist. And um, I originally, I went to Boston University for theater arts, and then I went to Wilmington University for psychology and psychotherapy. So I am an educated talk therapy therapist. And um, as much as I think that traditional therapy is wonderful, as many people know, with talk therapy, it's kind of going in week after week and focusing on the problem. Mm -hmm. And um, as much as I enjoy it and it's very useful. I think that hypnotherapy and the draw for me is it cuts right through to the solution and RTT is kind of the the best of both worlds. So I've always known that I'm a healer. It's in my DNA. My mother, my beautiful mother was a therapist and um, mm. yeah, and I generally think that um, when one is drawn to a healing modality or therapy to be a therapist. I generally think that it's to gain insight into their own struggles and, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh, and, yes. <laughs> and Oh, the struggles I have had during this life. So I know that, um, RTT is my gift because I think that the only way to understand struggle from someone else is you have to have been through the struggle. So I have been through, it all, literally a mother who went into a coma and came out with permanent brain damage and mental illness that led to my own toxic relationships, drug abuse, guilt, shame, disappointment from my family coming right back around and then conquering all of those struggles and then continuing to conquer through life. And I think that being that transparent and people knowing that I am far from perfect and I've had quite the struggles in life, that that actually makes them trust me and know that I can, I can hold space for them in, you know, with whatever they're coming to me for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, that's one reason I connected with you on top of just your awesomeness is we both had mothers <laughs> that, you know, had some bouts of depression. So yep. <laughs> we had some similarities with our struggles as uh, children growing up with that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, I, I think a lot of people can relate. So um, it's interesting though, when people think hypnosis, yes. it's often thought of like, you know, the stage performing, the quacking like a duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, um, and the, you know, I've heard of there's hypnosis or hypnotherapy for like quitting smoking or stuff like that. Do you, is, is RTT similar to that or is it the same or how is it different? That's really funny. Um, <laughs> and I've actually never seen that. You know, I've never actually seen that. But I know that I myself was, you know, thought that it was kind of weird. And, um, the, you know, it's history is obviously one of this, this magic or exploitative charlatans doing these weird acts on stage. But um, yeah. this is actually done by not a hypnotist, but a hypnotherapist. And as you said, um, it was created by Marissa Pierce. So she's obviously a very educated therapist herself. She's Britain's top therapist, as you said. And so RTT is, is incredibly different in terms of the, the way that it's performed as a regression hypnotherapy. So um, we go back to the, the client's childhood and we get to the cause, root, and reason for any limiting belief. So, you know, it could be quitting smoking or weight loss, but it's also self-worth issues, feeling unlovable, not enough you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And we extract that belief 
together and replace it with the new empowering beliefs. And that's all done in the subconscious. So it truly mm -hmm. does change the results of people's lives. Yeah. So you mentioned your struggles. Yes. Um, were you helped from Marissa Peer herself or did you get into it and then as you're going along realize you need to do some work on your own or like did you have a therapist or was Marissa Peer your own therapist to get through some of these struggles that you had? Um, well, Marissa doesn't do um, sessions anymore, but the beauty is then she sends the people that seek her out to her, right. her peoples. So I am, I am very um, honored to be actually on her um, her, I am on her training team. So I'm one of her trainers. Um, but it, I didn't personally have a session with her. I have had obviously my own sessions. And I say obviously, because I feel like the only way that you can trust what you're doing is to experience it yourself. And mm -hmm. so, um, I've had, I've had many transformations. I continue to have transformations. I'm obsessed with the process. I'm obsessed with gaining the clarity of where a limiting belief would start. And um, once you understand where it started and get the clarity on, oh, I, I didn't you know, know that that's the feeling that I had as a child my whole life, then you can start the process of the transformation. It's the mm -hmm. only way for real change. And so, yes, yes, it has definitely benefited me. I am an advocate on every level. And so what exactly were the areas, I think you mentioned feeling lovable or worthy. And yeah. then what are some other areas uh, for the listeners hearing that RTT can help with? Um, I love that question because I almost, I want to say, I, I think the question is what can't RTT help with? So ah, <laughs> it, it literally does. It helps with everything. It's everything and anything. So anxiety, chronic pain, phobias, fears, depression, fertility, weight loss, eating disorders, addiction. But the only um, thing I would say or person that um, RTT can't help with is somebody who is either determined to challenge the process where they're like, you can't hypnotize me or a narcissist mm -hmm. because, you know, you know, and your listeners mm -hmm. know that thoughts are things. And if you don't believe you can benefit, you know, from, from being hypnotized, then you probably won't. It's, you know, why, why even waste time or money doing it? I don't, when people are like, you can't, I mean, I've never had this happen to be honest, but if someone said, to yeah. me, I dare you to hypnotize me, I'm like, well, that's your, you know, your hard earned money. So why are we playing this game? Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, and so, exactly. You're working together. Right. Exactly. So, so the people that show up are always the people that are, are ready and they've done so much work already a lot of times and they're, they're ready for real change. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain like what exactly is happening? Like what exactly is RTT and what is happening in the, in the process of the session? Yeah. So, um, RTT alters the state of consciousness. So, um, in, in such a way that our, our conscious, so our thinking mind is switched off and then our subconscious, which is our emotional mind is actually made more alert. So, um, myself or the hypnotherapist will take the client back to the childhood, back to their childhood and find the limiting beliefs and exactly when they started and change the meaning of the event to reprogram the negative beliefs and patterns of behavior. 
Because it's not, it's the, it's not the event that happened. It's the meaning that you give to the event. Oh, and, that's so true. Yes. Yeah. So it, yeah. it could be something as simple as, you know, one time your father just loses, loses his mind or gets really mad at you or something. And he's not, you know, he doesn't have bad intentions. He's not a bad father, but he had a really hard day, but that can literally change the way you feel about yourself. Cause you're like, oh, I must be stupid. And then the meaning of that then becomes, I'm not enough, I'm stupid. And when we get back to that and people, I've I even had a client say, oh my God, it was like a big misunderstanding. I just always took it on as I'm stupid. Mm, and so, right. and, and you know, the intent, the intention of maybe, and not always, there's not great parents out there as well. I've found in many of my sessions, but sometimes right. there's some well-intentioned parents that just lost their mind one day or had a you know just said some yeah. really hurtful things and that child then goes on to believe that for the rest of their lives yeah yeah sure. yeah isn't that funny how we we can just take a moment even like being hypnotized or not <laughs> just to take a step back sometimes and be like could I have a different perception of this like could yes. I change the way I think about this yeah and have that, that awareness. That's the thing is that we can have five events happen and, uh, you know, four of them are really positive. The one negative is right. usually <laughs> the one we focus on. We'll I know. You know, it's like the so one true. person that doesn't like you, but you, everybody yeah. else likes you, but you'll focus on it. But it is, that is ingrained in our brain because truly for survival mode, you had to fit into the tribe. So if something is negative, just purely based on survival, you're going to focus on that. So you have to yes. retrain that instinct. It's not easy, but it's, it can be done, especially through practice. So that's where the hypnosis makes it a bit of a faster process. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love that. Yeah. And what, it, like, what is happening in the brain during hypnosis? Like I know there's different brainwave states or whatever. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about yeah. that? That's absolutely true. So um, hypnosis is, is artificially inducing this relaxed altered state of consciousness and um, the mind becomes highly focused and responsive to suggestion. So exactly what you just said. So research has found the brain and hypnosis produce a boost in these lower frequency waves. So we have these four waves. We have beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And um, beta is the normal waking state. And alpha is the relaxed state. So when you do things like visualization or creativity, um, that's alpha. And then theta is REM sleep. So that is where the brain is during hypnosis. And so the, the theta, when you're in theta brain waves, you're in your subconscious. And then delta is sleep state. And so in terms of the brain, um, the, in hypnosis, the activity in the right hemisphere is um, which controls imagination and creativity is turned on. And then the left hemisphere, which is the cerebral cortex, it controls the logic, it actually decreases. So that's why people in hypnosis are much less inhibited, in, inhibited, excuse me. What, mm -hmm. So while they're under, then they get into that creative and that, that sleep state, that theta brain state, and they're able to access mm -hmm. the unconscious. Huh. Right. And I know a lot of people think, uh, they won't have control in that state. Um, so like, can you explain what can someone expect to feel like, do, will they feel like they're in a dream? 
will they feel like they're awake, but just like super relaxed or, you know, what can someone expect to feel uh, in an RTT session or being, you know, hypnotized in itself? Yeah. Um, I, everyone's state is really different. So, you know, some people go incredibly deep and some go into a very light trance and it really is just truly different. There's people that are like, wow, that was so deep when they come out and some people that are like, was I hypnotized? And, and this, <laughs> if you're seeing things, if you, you are the one that's telling me and that's the beauty of it. The under hypnosis, people can remember with perfect clarity events from 20, 30, 40 years before because your unconscious is, is virtually perfect. And you're able to feel those feelings like they happened yesterday. And in the session, I'll say, feel those feelings like they happened yesterday. So it's it's just a mm. deep sense of relaxation. Everybody in that's within the hypnosis will let me know. They'll, they'll let me know what they're seeing, they're feeling, they're experiencing. And I'm along for the ride. I'm, just, yeah. I'm along <laughs> for the ride. The, the hypnosis changes the programming. The subconscious mind is subjective, so it doesn't... It's not thinking or reasoning, reasoning independently. So it just obeys mm -hmm. commands from the conscious mind and we just give it better commands. And so when we, when, when um, people are under hypnosis, they're always in control. Always, always, always in control. They can tell me at any time to stop the process. It's just a deep sense of relaxation. They are aware the entire time. They know what's happening. They can feel their body. They can feel their feet on the floor. Um, it can't, I mean, I've definitely had people that think it's a little, you know, it's quite dreamy or they're, they'll come out and go, wow, that is stuff that I have never, either never thought about or I haven't thought about in years or, oh my gosh, that's the event that changed my life. So that's usually how they know, well, yeah, something was happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what Amazing. was that? Yeah. So it's a little, yeah. it can be a little dreamy as well. And, you know, but, or people will question their own memories. And I'm like, it's not the memories are not um, what we're after. We're after the feeling. The feeling. Yeah. That was it. For me because i was yeah, i was one of those ones like am i hypnotized <laughs> but i mean at the end of the day it didn't matter because you're right it's about the feelings that i tapped into that i had as a child that now i that was like oh wow i never really thought about that like that so yes it, yeah something was happening for sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's interesting too because i remember looking back thinking okay when i'm trying to describe it to someone i wanted to say it was kind of like a feeling of when i'm maybe meditating or visualizing you know you kind of get which is probably those theta waves am i yeah. right like what would yeah. be the difference really between that hypnosis feeling or meditation or are they on the same level they're they're they are different. So hypnosis and, and, you know, meditation are obviously both these relaxed states, these altered states. Everybody is trying to achieve this health and well-being and vitality through these relaxed states. But the difference is um, hypnosis is induced by hypnotherapist and a guide and meditation is generally induced by the individual. Right, so right. it's, you can't, it's when you are guided, like, Self-hypnosis takes tremendous amounts of practice. And I wish I could even say, you know, I can do it to myself, but it's, I can't. Like it's, mm. I can, I can try, but I'll get distracted. Just like with meditation, 
like this is a me problem but um <laughs> i need a guide because i do have just like many of my clients an overactive brain and so mm -hmm. i even with meditation a lot of times i can't do it for very long just in pure silence i need i need some, a guided meditation because it just mm -hmm. i just i will start to think of my lists and my emails right. and my you know just like exactly right and so with hypnotherapy the beauty is is the guide will really, it doesn't allow you because we are doing commands and prompts and we're guiding you through the process. We don't allow you to go back to your consciousness. Mm. So it's very, very, um, it's very, uh, the facilitation is, is very planned and thought out. And so, and so when you start to go back to maybe, I mean, I've never, again, it's, I haven't had anybody go, Oh, I'm back in my, my overactive brain, you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> because we've now taken you down steps and we've deepened you over and over and over again. So that's the main difference. I don't know how to do that to myself yet, but you can't, people can do that with practice. I'm not there yet, but I would love to be able to hypnotize myself. Right. Someday, right? <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. the new time, all with practice. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Interesting. So you kind of touched on this, but, um, so if somebody feels like they maybe weren't fully in a hypno, like a hypnosis state, does the process still penetrate to the subconscious programming? Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's we're, we're here to, you know, give this, the, the experience a different meaning. So it certainly will go to the subconscious, go to the place where that has been hidden for a long time. And then again, giving those different commands, giving the event a completely different story and a different meaning. Right. If that makes sense. So yeah, it yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely permeates to the subconscious each and for every sure. time. Yeah. Great. And also, so then at the end, listeners get, uh, or if, can you explain to the listeners what the recordings consist of? Because I know we, you get a recording and you listen yes. to it for a, your program is 30 days. Yes. Um, can you explain that a little bit to us and, and how you, uh, well, what the Marissa Peer, you know, program kind of comes up with and tell yes. us a bit more about that. Yes. So, um, the RTT standard is 21 days. I say 30 just for, just from within my own practice when, um, what I've seen is it just, it, all it does is just add benefit. And so I like the 30 days to really get those new beliefs in, ingrained. So repetition is the mother of all learning and the reprogramming is everything. So the transfer, we call it the transformation and the transformation is all the positive statements combining, you know, the client's intake. So what we've talked about before and what you want to see in your life, your dreams for your life, and then what emerged during the session that needs to be positively reprogrammed. And all of that is in the transformation. It's about a 15 minute recording that I generally will, I will have people if they can listen to it morning and night, do two times a day for 30 days, if mm -hmm. they're able just to really get that even if they fall asleep to it, because when you fall asleep, you're in your subconscious, just to really ingrain those new beliefs. Yeah. And it totally works. And I'm laughing because Lisa and I were like, I think I'm going to listen to it again. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it again for a second yeah. time. <laughs> it feels so good. Yeah. I was, I was literally doing it morning and night most days. Yeah. I love totally. that. I love yeah. that. And most people, and like during COVID, 
I mean, people were emailing me and saying, oh my gosh, this is like, I'm bringing out my recording from like a year ago, you know, being like, I'm, I'm just really thankful to have this recording at this time. Oh, and this amazing. is all going down. So yeah, I'm like, For those sure. are there forever. And so anytime you need a boost or I tell people when they're going into a toxic situation and they need to, you know, breathe and calm down and, and be in their, in their strength and their you know, to walk into that toxic situation, put in the recording before you go in. And it can truly just transform the entire experience, especially with toxic families. Because you don't have a choice. Like they're there. You gotta wow. <laughs> you can you can distance yourself. But generally you're kind of stuck with the family. <laughs> yeah, the family is still there. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, like you know, and they they they're maybe not as there's usually one sensitive child that needs to feel, you know, that gets the change and then the family sticks, you just stays the same, not always, but a lot of times. And so God bless them, you know, when they're, they just are stuck in their routines. And so if you are having your own transformation and maybe they're not a believer, they'll make it harder for you. Then you don't talk about it. You just put on your, your transformation. You walk in, you feel really amazing. And people will generally respond to you differently because of it because your energy will go in without, dread you know <laughs> yeah it's so powerful mm-hmm. and that yeah. makes me yeah I mean that makes me wonder so can people say for example make their own recordings or do you make your own recordings of just those sort of positive affirmations those good feeling things um do you find that that's just as powerful or can you tell us kind of like what's the difference between you going through the RTT you know the memory regression working that out going through that then doing the recordings what is the power, you know, the difference yes. in the power of those? Yeah. So I, I love recordings. I do my own recordings, but the the thing is, is it's just not the same. So it's, it's as much as I, I can, I think that it cannot hurt to do it. It's just like doing the, um, the positive affirmations on YouTube or, you know, putting those positive affirmations. I am, I am, I am. But until you understand why you have the negative belief in the first place, until you gain the clarity on why you do what you do or what you believe, why you believe what you believe, you know, you never really can truly transform. Mm -hmm. So it's really essential to, it's such a difference to have the recording um, after a session, as opposed to making your own. And I make my own as well, but every, I mean, the amount of times that I'm like, okay, this is great. I love my own recording. God, I got to figure out why, why I'm doing this. Like, what's my deal? (laughs) And it's always the root of it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to say something here because for me, I remember thinking like, okay, so I have some confidence issues in certain situations and I would try and sit there and go, I think I know why. Like when I was younger, this, 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 and I had these theories of why I thought maybe I was like this, but I like in the session, it was such a different, like a visceral feeling that I got with the emotions that came up with that memory. And it's not a memory that I hadn't had before. Sure. It just this time it was connected to this visceral feeling that just generated some sort of uh, just this aha moment. And it's just different, right? Like just somehow yes. yeah, it's, it's getting there. Whereas you're conscious trying to remember, Oh, like maybe it's this, maybe it's that. It's not the same. It's not. No. Yeah. And it can, it can, it can really, really surprise you. I mean, I had, um, 
I had, I was having, just speaking from my own experience and why I love this process so much, I was having a lot of shoulder and neck pain and it was starting to become chronic. And I was like, what is the deal? Like, this is so annoying. And I thought, oh, it's a computer. And then I changed my computer setup. And I and then, you know, oh, it, it must be because I'm not stretching. Okay, well, I'm going to stretch and all this other stuff. And I was like, no, this is like deeper. This is something that is you know, it's just deeper. I just know it. So I had my own session and it turned out that the reason why I had that is because when I was a young girl, I had developed, um, later in life, but when I developed, I, I have uh, a large chest. And so when I developed and it was so sudden, cause I just kept growing out of my bras, like being like, mom, I need another bra. It was so, um, difficult for me because I, then I'm getting all this attention and I felt like I had to hide. And so mm. I was constantly mm. hunching over and, and protecting myself. And so within the session, it was like, it was so profound to find out. Oh, like, wow. oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like, oh. <laughs> like, and, and, and I can sometimes do that when, when it just kind of comes back to me when I feel like a man is, you know, we're woman. And I tried to explain to men that like women are constantly on guard like we are we are we feel unsafe the majority of our lives like mm -hmm. so, so going out and then with all the anxiety and the COVID and the protests that were going on like crazy because I live in Los Angeles I was I was in con like constantly kind of shrinking down and hiding because I was just like oh my god and when mm -hmm. I'm out here with all these protests and this feeling of unrest and the whole you know George Floyd thing and just feeling all of that energy Right. I was starting to do it again over and over and over and over oh again. Gosh. So isn't that cra like it was the that is crazy reveal. Yeah, it was because amazing. you could never really quite get that on a conscious level. Like, you no had way. Go, you know, <laughs> like, you're like, let me move the computer to this window one more time. Yes, I tried every I, mean, I must have bought every setup that was possible to, yeah. you know, like. And I was like, oh, it's the stretching. Oh, it's because I don't work out as much. Oh, it's this, yes. This and there's no way. No way. And it was, it was completely released. Completely. Wow. So That's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Super cool. So, <laughs> well, I just know people listening are going, oh my gosh, you know, cause all their ailments or whatever. Yes, yes, like, you oh, never man. know. It yeah. was like shocking to me. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> it's cause of my big boobies. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Uh, okay well so what are some of like the most profound in your experience the most profound outcomes that you've had if you can share from some of your clients oh gosh I um the beauty is I've done like hundreds and hundreds of these at this point which is such a gift it's amazing how many I've done but one of my most um one of my most miraculous transformations was done with a woman who um had witnessed her entire family being murdered and it, she did not, I know it was insane. She did not believe that she had a right to be on the earth. I mean, she was just in complete and utter despair and depression. This had happened several years ago. She just could not get out of obviously the anxiety, the depression that comes with that. And so I remember just getting her to say within her session that, you know, I am here and I'm here for a reason. I matter was huge. I mean, mm -hmm. I must've said it over and it must've been like five to eight minutes of saying it over and over and over again until I made her say it. Like I just, I just kept saying it, saying it, saying it. And when she finally said it, 
she like burst into like even as I speak about it right now, I'm getting chills. She burst into like literally my whole body's in goosebumps right now. She burst into tears. And I literally, I like the beauty is the eyes are closed. Cause of course, when she said it and burst into tears, I also teared up. I was like, of course. Oh my God, this is amazing. And so it was it was beautiful and we had we end up having uh three sessions because obviously with that kind of ptsd and the trauma that comes with it but she is a new person i mean she wow. is has a wildly successful business she bought a new home she's found love so it's like oh. a completely yeah so that was one of my most probably my most favorite and then um Another one that I had that I love was uh, a famous novelist whose first book was a massive success. And I think that um, sometimes when you have that kind of like instant fame or instant success, it can be really difficult as well. And so she, oopsies, her, um, her second book that she had, she had like massive writer's block and, um, it, and when we went back in her session, it ended up being her her father who made her feel stupid. And then the deadline and the pressure to do, deliver that second book was um, all of those. It was kind of the trigger to all of those limiting beliefs. Right. So it was, it was amazing because then she released it and she wrote a book and she got it to the publisher and everything wow. was great. Yeah. Mm, and I mean, incredible. I have... I have countless stories. I have a musician who couldn't seem to get work and then has since signed a deal with Netflix. And I think, honestly, though, some of my most favorite are the simple ones. The one, you know, the ones that are like, oh, today I looked in the mirror and I looked when I was staring back at myself, I was able to feel love for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, those are the best. So Uh, profound. Yeah. Yeah. Really amazing. But of course, you know, when someone feels like they don't have a right to be on the earth and then then they do i mean that's like in, it's so it's intense that's, yeah, yeah like, that's insane. Like, like i see her as like my little my child like i'm just oh. like <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, that must just make your heart overflow when you get that kind of feedback and then you see her life unfold that way in yeah. a positive way. Oh, just me. That, that must be amazing for you. Yeah. It really, in every transformation, no matter how small or how big is a transformation. And that's, yeah. that's what's so miraculous is that I love that people show up and they're continually you know, on this journey and trying to get better and better, no matter how small or big, because honestly, I think the the hugeness of being able to say today, I love myself. I mean, that's like, it's, it's life changing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So really all miraculous. It's true. It's yeah, this, and this stuff is just so it's amazing too, because it's, um, there are people that can spend years and years and years and years in different types of therapies or, yes. what, you know, even self-help books or whatever they do. And this is just, it can literally happen in one session. It can change your life. Yes. Um, yeah. So like, and what you attribute that to, cause it's, it's a subconscious thing, right? Like that's, that's what's happening. That's what makes it so effective as opposed yes. to these other therapies. Yeah. It just cuts right through. Right. Um, and so for those people that, cause some people are, you know, a little apprehensive about 
being hypnotized because they think yeah. of those stage shows or whatever. What is something you could say to reassure them that they don't have to be afraid? Yeah, um, I think with hypnosis, it's completely safe. Um, I think even more now when you're on Zoom because you're in your own space. So you know that you're you're in your own space and you're really safe. It's just, it's literally just an increased level of relaxation. So there's, and there's no right or, or wrong way to experience hypnosis. So a lot of times at the beginning of the session, I'll just say, hey, if you have conscious thoughts, that's fine. You're a living, breathing human. So don't judge it. Just know that it's your experience and it's, you know, you're safe. And clients are in complete control. I mean, they, they're going to accept the suggestions that they're given if they feel it's in their best interest, if it's in their benefit. And mm. they'll, I mean, if I get it wrong, the beauty is your client will say, no, like I'll say, is that the feeling? Is that, and it, <laughs> I'll straight up say, no, that's not it. And I'm like, great, <laughs> great. Yeah. I'm off. That's, you know, but that's the beauty <laughs> is that they, they, when, when I'm off, they'll let me know. So they'll be like, that's not, no. And I'll say, okay, great. I, you know, I can get it wrong, of course. And so, and then, and then the, I've only had it happen only one time ever, but you can always stop the session. If you're like in an intense state or you feel like you're going to, you know, hyperventilate, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. it's, you can always stop the session at any time and, and be taken and counted back up out of hypnosis. And, mm -hmm. uh, the main thing is, is while you're, you're in your childhood or you're experiencing something that was traumatic is that there's the constant reminder. So if someone's really feeling a lot and it's too much, um, I'll, you know, remind them that it's as if they're watching it on a television screen so that they can kind of remove themselves from the situation mm -hmm. as opposed to being re-traumatized. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's and I never leave anyone. So the one time that I had a woman just was like, I just want out. I don't want to do this. Like, and I was like, great. I, no questions. There's no pushing. There's no, you know, I don't, right. I don't, if someone says they're uncomfortable, they don't feel okay, then that's fine. Then I brought her back up. And then the next day she, she continued. She's like, I just need to like, cause, and then I didn't leave her hanging. So I did a mini transformation because there was no way I was going to just let her come out of it being uncomfortable and feeling unsafe. And so I did a mini transformation and she was totally fine with that. And then the next day we went back and we finished and completed the session. So she's totally fine. And that's the beauty is that she, you always have complete control. And what, what do you mean just to clarify for the listeners by transformation? Like, what do you mean by that exactly? The, the go reaffirming the positive statements. Right. So doing that, that recording that we were speaking about earlier. So with her, it was like, she did not want to keep, you know, going through the, the uncomfortableness or whatever she was feeling within the scenes, but I would never just have her come back up and not give her, you know, some sort of resolve. Yeah. And so the transformation is, is getting into the reprogramming. It's the reprogramming the negative beliefs into beautiful, positive, transformational statements. Mm, right. Yeah. I mean, that really speaks to your professionalism and even just, you know, your heart that you, you know, you see someone is dealing with something and, you know, you want to get them back on the right track with right. the time that you have. So that's, that's amazing. Well, and then um, especially, you know, I, I I'm not going to force you to keep going. That's not, that's not safe. That doesn't feel good. Especially if someone has experienced a feeling of 
being unsafe their whole life. <laughs> you know, like right, right. That's that's and that's what's so fascinating too is within these sessions, whatever the problem is, they can tend to transfer that on you as well. And so like she felt unsafe her whole life and she was like, oh my gosh, I feel unsafe. I'm feeling unsafe, you know? And so I knew that ahead of time and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to make you feel the most safe you've ever felt. And therefore, of course, she trusts me to come back right, and finish. And again, I would never not, you know, of course I'd want her to finish. And again, it's only happened once. Yeah. Amazing. Um, that makes me wonder about this. Do you, you know, these are very emotional uh, sessions and, and time with people. Do you ever feel very emotionally drained after? And I'm just curious, like, what do you do to kind of self-protect or to take care of that side of yourself? Yes, it is. It, it can be, I wish that I could compartmentalize. I mean, I can, I've gotten better at it, but I'm a human being and, <laughs> and an but empath. that's what makes everyone love you is that you're actually yeah. <laughs> compassionate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've tried and then thank you. That's very kind. Thank you for saying that. Yes. I will literally, I have to take, um, if I do a session, uh, multiple sessions in a day, I give myself a couple of hours in between. I'm not an hour, like two hours because I have to like, breathe and and like take a walk around the block and and you know get a bite to eat like I just have to like really um let it go and um I know that probably people are maybe not that sensitive but I have been sensitive my whole darn life and um I would be very much lying if I said that each and every session doesn't affect me. I mean, I can remember like each and every session. I can remember your name. I can remember from years ago what the scenes were. Mm -hmm. um, and so because that's what makes you you. And so, yes, I get very invested in people. And, and it's the self-care thing I'm still kind of figuring now because like I can go and go and go and go. And I will go and go and go until burnout. And, um, I, I try not to do that. I always think I'm good. And then burnout will just happen. And when that does happen, <laughs> yeah. at least I go, okay, it's burnout. Take, take a break, like go, you know, take a couple days off, you know, make sure that you are, you know, going out and being in nature and, you know, being good to yourself. So before I wasn't doing that though, I was just going and going and going and going and then being like, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like most yeah. people with their work schedules. So yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that just shows that you're doing what you love, right? So I mean, yes. there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you've worked with so many different clients. What would your top advice be for our listeners that might be struggling with their own things right now? Well, I think that um, people, first of all, have to be incredibly gentle on themselves. I think I hear just numerous times how many how many times people, first of all, beat themselves up, but then also feel like they, and I think this may be a woman thing as well, where um they feel like they have to justify if they're feeling good. Like they have to make the other people around them feel better about the fact that they're having a good day, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. just remember that kind of, you don't have to justify the good thoughts. And then when you do have a bad thought, remember that it emits this specific frequency and energy and vibration. And so you're going to attract the things and circumstances based on the thought. So 
if you're having a negative thought, remember that that that's that's okay. But think the good thoughts. So you know, remember that you wouldn't say some of these these awful things that you say to yourself to your child or your best friend. And so mm-hmm. if that happens, remember that. Think of your best friend and why you would never say that to her or him. And then anytime you have that negative thought about yourself, and this is, takes practice. This is this is a practice. It takes work, but write it down. Write the opposite positive thought, and then. Even if it feels like a lie or it feels superficial, put it on a post-it 20 times over and put it all over your house. Whatever the the constant negative thought, like put it on your mirrors, put it on your walls so that you can remind yourself of the good thought. But really what it is, is you're just having the repetition. So even if you're not reading it, it's still getting in and eventually it will take hold. And I think that that's the best thing you can do when you're not in hypnosis is just be gentle on yourself and remember that you would never speak to your children or your best friend the way that you speak to yourself. Right. right. So, and it's it's easy to say that, It's but it's, you know, it's not always so easy. So if it's not, then just post it all over your walls until you get it. I love it. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's a great way of thinking of it. You wouldn't say that to your best friend or your... <laughs> your kids so yeah, don't say it to yourself yeah so mean yeah. to ourselves and even like yeah. people will be like if they are having a good day they feel like they can't say it out or somebody <sighs> will you know like somebody will be mean, like it's not okay to feel that which is really odd I isn't that so true so odd like, it's so odd. how did that yeah. happen because <laughs> women used to like they i, I don't know I, I do feel like it is a like men would never it's like I always realize this with men, they never feel like they have to not speak up in a room. So if you're in a room full of, uh, of executives, let's say I work with a, a lot of executive women as well. The men in the room never feel like they have to like wait for their turn to talk. They just mm-hmm. talk and it's not a dig towards men, but it, you know, women feel like they have to wait their turn. Mm. The same thing with feeling good. It's like they almost have to feel like they have to justify it. Men, I feel like with men, they don't have to do. Sorry, I'm going off topic completely, but no, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> but to my to my ladies out there, and I, I love my men. I, I have loads of men that are my clients who are really sweet and sensitive and gentle, and um, and they're they're not, you know, they, they're not these dominant, you know, men. But and not that there's anything wrong with having a dominant personality, but um to my ladies out there, it's like, you know, you speak up, use your voice and know that men don't wait for their turn. So you don't have to either. So I get very passionate about that. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I totally off that. topic. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm with you. I just feel like you're right. It's the programming. It's the programming we've had for years and years. It's yes. not to say the men are wrong. Yes. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa just wrote yes. a song about this very subject, actually. So yeah. There you go. Yes. I totally did. I'll yes. definitely be sending I love it to you, that. you will love it. <laughs> yes, please. I will absolutely. You know, I get real, I get real, uh, real preachy sometimes. So, <laughs> no, I love that. Um, yeah. So, what's something that maybe your followers or not many people might know about you that you can share with us? I think, um, you know, I don't speak a lot about kind of the my own. I guess there's 
my biggest, I don't want to say regret, but I would say that my biggest kind of struggle and sadness is that my mother and I, and, and we touched upon this at the beginning as well is that when you do have a depressed parent or a depressed mother and you can, and you're a sensitive child and cause I don't feel like my brothers and sisters are nearly as sensitive as I am, mm. which is quite annoying to be honest. I wish I had, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was way less. Because that seems really a lot yeah. easier in life, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, here, yeah. Growing up, uh, how many times? Uh, I'm sure you guys are. Yes, the we are. Child, most of the people yeah. flock towards me, right? Right. The people that I manifest and and manifest me are normally the sensitive yep. child in the family. Mm-hmm. And how many times were you told, like, "Oh, you're so you stop being so dramatic. You're so emotional. You're or so stop crying. Yeah, like why? Like get over it. Remember yeah. all those like shh, be quiet. <laughs> yeah, stop, don't talk. Um, so uh, I think that it's funny because I don't feel like my brothers and sisters felt it nearly as strongly as I did. But my mom always had a deep sadness, and I always had you know strived to to give her the key to happiness or to make her happy. And even though I know, I know consciously that you can't make anyone happy. They have to want it for themselves. She kind of, she, she passed away before I even started RTT. And I think that my, I, I, I kind of realized that that, that sadness in my heart for her, it just may, I may have to just be okay with it and it may never be filled. Excuse me. And so that this super obviously like super kind of a random thought but <laughs> I just I think that that would be that would be something that that people don't understand or know about me is that as much as I'm I very much uh love my life I think that when you're in a healing modality or you're a healer there's that place that you're trying to fill. And I think that deep down, I know that mm-hmm. that's the place that mm-hmm. I'm trying to fill is her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to stop, but yeah, just knowing, I think that, that we all have it. We all have this journey that we're on and whatever mm-hmm. it may be for, you know, whomever, I'm sure that like you guys can, and most people can yeah. identify Absolutely. with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So we'll switch gears a little bit. I'm really also curious to know like what your personal routine is talking a little bit about the self-care thing. What kinds of things do you do to vibe up as we say around here? Always be vibing. Yes. Yes. Um, I love that very, very much. Always be vibing. I love that. I think that uh, like most people, I have my morning routine and I have my meditation and I certainly know that when I do journal, I don't always journal, but when I journal, I it, it always, there's always things that come out of it. And so I need to be more disciplined with that because it is, it always gives me insight and gives me more and more insight into my life. My gratitude journal, which is when I'm feeling like having a day of like mm-hmm. feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to stack gratitude, like, yeah. okay, calm down, like. You know, but I also try to feel my feelings because I was told that feeling my feelings is wrong. And so I'm trying to like (laughs) do both, you know, feel the feelings and then also be incredibly gracious. And just like you, you know, Lisa, I sing, I dance, I, I get out in nature. And then honestly, I eat copious (sighs) amounts of chocolate and I will never, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I will never stop. 
Oh my it's God, not gonna like best. I don't feel bad about it. It makes me feel good, <laughs> and I love it. And everybody that knows me, like when I get gifts and stuff, it's like almost always chocolate. <laughs> like anyone that knows me will be like, "Oh, what are we getting her? Chocolate!" Like it's just that is like, amazing. stupid That's amazing. amazing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's so good. Amazing. <laughs> so great. So, can you tell us what does the future look like for you? If you've given um, thought to it. More spiritual experiences. Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's of course, I would love to do build my business and do all the things that everybody talks about, courses and books and all that beautiful stuff. But honestly, I think I would really, especially with COVID, oh my God, it has really opened my eyes to like, I, you know, I'm trying not to dilute myself with thinking that tomorrow's promised. And so we can tend to get lazy and I am very guilty of this where I kind of get very comfortable and and um, I don't live my best life even you know every single day every single moment and with all of this that has gone down with with COVID and being in lockdown and in quarantine I realize that um, I am an introvert and you may not know that but I am I am very introverted so I will tend to spend a lot of times by myself doing my own thing and I realized oh I you know I miss traveling I miss these like experiences with people connections spiritual experiences and um, I cannot wait until we are out and about and traveling and connecting and like I took for granted things like being able to go to a meditation center and meditate with others and mm -hmm. the gym like you know how many times I loathed going to the right. gym? <laughs> now I'm like, oh God, I need to act like I need like things like that. I took for granted um, so much, but mostly I think that I need very much to get out and travel, be much more in nature, which I also took for granted as well. And, and having, knowing that each day is not promised and, and celebrating and, and, really taking stock of where I am today and, and being okay with it. Like not, you know, everybody's so goal oriented and I love that. I definitely want that for myself as well. But, um, I realized that, it's, you know, I've worked really hard in my life and, and I would like to actually celebrate, um, more cause I work more than I celebrate, which is can, you know, when you're oh, on your man. deathbed, it's not great. I love great. that. Celebrate <laughs> more. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I do need that. Oh, <laughs> you are wonderful. Um you we love are you. Wonderful. We love you. And we I do. Love you, girl. Life changer. We just love you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can you tell our listeners where people can connect with you? Because I have a feeling once people listen, they're gonna blow you up. So tell them where they can find you. I love that. Um, I am on Instagram at Tyler Hunter. So Tyler's T-Y-E-L-E-R, Hunter. So most people spell it T-Y-L-E-R, but, you know, had to go be different. So T-Y-E-L-E-R, Hunter. And then my website is www.tyhunter, so T-Y-E-Hunter.com. You can always reach me on there. And then Facebook is Ty Hunter. So, yeah, definitely, definitely hit me up. I would love to hear from everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, you are just unreal. Just Thank you again for coming on. Uh, Thank you. So, so appreciative. <laughs> You're just so warm and caring and you can just feel your loving energy. And um, just thank you for being real too. Like you're just very, 
Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. It's easy with other awesome women. (laughs) And I just want to close with saying one thing that is a testament to this work and to you is it's been five weeks, I think, about now since I've had my session with you. And I kid you not, if we were to have done this interview before this, before these five weeks with the reprogramming and the RTT session, I just, I came into this today very confident, very uh, excited. And five weeks ago, without this session, without you, I would have been like literally crapping my pants. (laughs) I would have been so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) So I honestly, I'm just telling you, you've made a profound change in my life already. And it's just, I just encourage everyone listening to try it out or research more about like the power of the subconscious and how you know it can really change your life for the better so thank you so much oh, yeah. for coming thank on you. oh my gosh thank you so much you guys are amazing that just like warms my entire heart well, thank, thank you, you very very much yeah, that makes me so happy with, with us and with everyone listening yeah mm-hmm. well thank you i appreciate you so much yay okay take care time <laughs> All right. I guess we'll talk to you soon, Ty. You have enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, ladies. If you're enjoying the show, please let us know by subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes. We love hearing from you. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and email. It's all in the show notes. So track us down. Things that make you feel good. Have a beautiful day. Remember to always. Be Did I just like a further ado? The <laughs> <laughs> Canadian French coming up. Oh my god. Bon appétit. <laughs> Oh, is this for our blooper reel?